0: I have invited T.J. Williams to join me this morning. Again, this summer gives us a lot of latitude and uh, and have some fun. And uh, I am looking forward to this time. I've only met T.J. This is only the third time I've met her. The other two times, it's been really, really brief. Um, and uh, and I I loved her story. Um, I loved her story. And uh, and so. We're going to talk about gardening tips, uh, the stories of, that Jesus tells about gardening. Now, let me tell a disclaimer. T.J., she's not a farmer. Are you a gardener? Not, not so. Okay, another disclaimer, she's not a gardener, okay? Um, she has a past, and she is a mechanic, and she's a teacher and she works for Firestone, and also I understand you're a Metro Nashville Public Schools employee as well, mm-hmm. but works for Firestone, works with Chuck, and, uh, and I first met you because my son Sam, who had graduated from Rhodes, who was told in Memphis that he had an electrical problem with his Toyota 4Runner. So I saw Kimberly, who's a longtime preschool uh, teacher, in the hallway, and I said, is there a chance that I could run it by there? So she called and, and got in, I think, with Tim, your colleague. And, 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 and Sam was there maybe three or four minutes and found out, with y'all's help, that the problem was with U-Haul because he wanted to have a trailer hauled and not with his electrical system. He gets on the phone and he says, I met the most interesting woman. And, and so I said, well, let me come on by. So it, it, they're down right on down Wilson Pike. Uh, on Church Street, uh, the Firestone there, and uh, so I came in, and uh, you know we we hit it off and, and enjoy talking to you. I mean, we're like both extroverts, and so we were sucking oxygen out of the room. You know, just we were just we were just okay. But but I had worked in my past work with a lot of Maplewood High School students, which is where she teaches, and so we had had that shared experience. And um, and then as I learned about you. Um, and, and asked my... So you, you picked my, my, my son was interested in you, and we had the shared experience, and then you took him out into the bay um, to show him some other things that you all discovered about the car, and, uh, and while um, you were out there, um, out of earshot of one of your employees, and I think this is why I wanted to invite you here this morning, is one of your employees, uh, uh, your coworker said... TJ makes it to where I look forward to coming to my job. And I want that to rub off on you all in that wherever you do with whatever your work that you do, are you showing up and sending out energy that makes it to where people want to be around you? Um, And and, and not everybody can be your friend. You still have to tell people where they're missing the mark as colleagues. That was one thing. Another thing was... um, I wanted to have you here because this is a result of, I've been trying when I went through this uh, thing on an invitation to wonder, and that there's, God's creativity is all around us. It's in nature, and it's in people, and that if we take any time and slow down enough, we meet fascinating people. And I did not go into that firestone expecting to be a fascinating, a, a fascinating person. I wanted to dispense with getting my son's car situation fixed, but um, it was a wonder-filled experience. So then, you're here. I'm here. So so glad. Enough for me to stop. I'm gonna start stop talking. And so so tell me tell us a little bit um, about yourself.
1: So good morning. First of all, good morning. And, and to the congregation, you've got the coolest pastor in the world. He's just cool. He's just cool like that. Thank you. Um. It's an it's honor to be here. I'm really shocked. I have some friends. God gives you extended. When you plant seeds, seeds just keep growing. And seeds, not just in a little pack, it's people. And it's funny how you meet one and then you get so on, so on. Y'all seen the commercial? Come on and so on. And they told it, somebody? Yeah. Well, it, it's some people that I'm seeing for the first time today, but they came to support. And so, you know, oh, nice. having a house party, I guess, okay? But uh, <laughs> I want to say thank you. And I'm just um, humbled that I was able to meet your pastor and to be here today and I'm really, really humbled to be a part of the Firestone set up and to teach and the most precious seed in the world are the children. I don't know if y'all figured that out or not. We once were children, Do y'all know that? Okay. <laughs> and somebody had to cultivate us, you know, get our attitudes right and make us do some things we didn't want to do. And when we went wrong, they still loved us. And now, you know, we still need some love, okay? So we, we need some love, y'all need some love?
0: Okay, we need some love. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more about um, uh, the soil where where you work. Uh, okay, so Firestone, and, and I don't know if y'all realize this, Firestone has a, an automotive. Uh, you have a store. Which, I have yeah, so you, you tell me about what you got going on uh, at, at at Maplewood.
1: So, so real quick, I don't know if y'all ever bothered God for a long time, like you wanted something, and you just bothered Him, like you prayed a lot. So for seven years, I prayed that we would become the role model training center for the nation. And I kept saying, God, I don't know who, and I don't know how. And it was every day. And then at seventh year, I guess God said, you know what, TJ? I am tired. Here's Bridgestone. (laughs) So uh, we have the first Firestone. So that model down on Church Street is sitting inside of our shop. And we have high school kids learning how to run a Firestone. So um, there is hope. Uh, when you throw seed and it hits stony ground? Or where's my lady who said I'm just a path and folk just walk on me and walk on me and take everything? Where's my path? It's okay to be a path. You're leading somebody somewhere. So um, I don't know if you know the demographics of Maplewood, but it's nothing like Brentwood. And so this goes to those, um, I don't like to use the have and have nots because we all are God's creation, but it's about when you have, are you willing to sow a seed, two or three seed? Can you drop it even if it falls on a rock? Are you okay to go back and water it a little bit? So at Maplewood, we have kids that don't have both parents. There's a high poverty rate. There's a high homeless rate. And so we do things a little different. There's some teachers here, if y'all think I'm lying, they can give an amen in a minute. But we, we um, feed the kids, close the kids. We have washing dryers in the shop. It's an amazing place to be. And then we have people like Chuck Bowles who comes and, you know, if funds run a little low, you know, sometimes you seed and you run out of real seed, right? Chuck Bowles comes along, and he just makes a call, and everything's all right. So it, it takes people, and it doesn't matter about your color or where you live, because the truth is we all probably start up some messed up seeds and then God's grace shape us to where we are now if we tell the truth. And, and the truth is um, I don't want you to raise your hand, but you haven't always had what you have now. And if you don't hurry up and give God what's his with that glory, you ain't going to have it, so I'm just telling you. And if there's an English teacher, excuse me. I don't teach English. I teach automotive. Okay. <laughs> so what's kind of fun is um, down here on Church Street, you work with the adults. And what's interesting is this summer, was my, this is my second year with Firestone. So what's interesting is uh, Chuck allows me to float. They call me the snitch, but, you know, snitches don't really get stitches. I just float, y'all. I float. And so um, I'm learning the different processes in the stores, but when you come to Brentwood, not Bordeaux, but Brentwood. Did, did you get that? The, the D sounds like a T. Okay. Um, they said the clientele's different. You know, you may see a Jaguar instead of, oh, okay, cool. They're all cars. And the truth is, like the pastor said, he really didn't come in there expecting anything great except to get his son taken care of. But what's interesting is there's all different people that come in, and they all have a story, and they, ha- they all have issues. And let me say this to you. Don't ask somebody how you're doing today if you really don't care. Because folk will tell you how they're doing. I'm doing lousy. The dog bit me. I've got a flat tire. What's it going to cost? $29.99? Do y'all have a discount on that today? It's real. So, so, so if you just want to say hi, just say hi and keep moving. Because if you ask folk how they doing, you may get a life story. Just be standing there going, yes, that's great. Now, shall we pray? Because the pastor told me about an hour ago, TJ, let's go to the office and pray. And I waited and waited. And I said, well, maybe he decided he don't want to pray because he started talking to everybody. But we prayed, so we're here.
0: <laughs> I'm ready to get the ball back to you. Let's do this thing. All right. So, so you were at Maplewood, um, and amazing core of teachers up there. Um, not a real resource-rich school, but people making things work. And um, if you go up, uh, it's off of Broadmoor. If you go up Ellington Parkway, especially if you're going up there to try to get some Prince's hot chicken, it's not too far from there, okay? Uh <laughs> okay. does he? Okay. All right. And so it is up there and some and what I found when I worked and I had young people as community organizers from Stratford, Maplewood, East Lip. We sent about fifty kids to college in four years from East Nashville neighborhoods, is that there are assets, assets in every place. Teachers are assets. Certainly you are an asset, whether you're working at Firestone on and Church Street or you're up there off, off on Broadmoor with work, working with your kids. And you prayed, you prayed, you wore God down. And along the way, um, you know, so Jesus is, is out there, and he says, well, you know, you just, you, there's a, and it's about the kingdom of God. You know, you go, and the kingdom of God is like this. A sower went out to sow seed. He threw it on. Let's look at the conditions. We have the path, and then we have the rocky soil. I think that was Lewis, right? Or, okay, and then we had, um in the thorny soil, and then inhospitable soil. I mean, when you looked at it, I don't know if you all um, have to do dashboards and metrics with your work, but the success rate, it stinks. It was three out of four failures, abject failures. But it seems that and Jesus telling story. He's not concerned about soil conditions. He's not sure. He's not saying we got to put fertilizer in it. We got we got to do GMOs. He's not saying we got we got to do this or that. He says he keeps on. You got to keep on throwing. And so you've been up there throwing, and then some resources started coming, and then what kind of? Tell me about your your young people, and then we're gonna take a break, and you're gonna sing, and then we're gonna come back and finish this thing up. But uh, but I want to know about some of the. I, I have a little problem with this, so that Jesus says, "Just keep throwing." It's not about the soil, but I know that we have to work the soil a little bit. And I, and 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 I'm—we're going to talk about your faith a little bit more in just a, mo- a moment. But Lord knows, there were probably times where you just wanted to give it all up and and stop. But maybe maybe I read you wrong. But it'd be, any human would sort of say, "There's just not enough here, ingredients-wise, to make a difference." So I, I want to. After you sing, I want to talk about your faith around success and failure. But, but what did you go do about getting some resources for some of the young people around their, um, their work so they have a trajectory into um, their life as a mechanic? Getting out of- so when you pray, you have to not
1: only pray, but you have to have some works with the prayer. And you have to ask people for what you want. And you have to ask people who are able to help you get what you want. Um, and I'm just one that if I ask you and you tell me yes, I'm gonna stay on you until you produce. No. And, and when it comes to my kids, um, if, if I just sense or have this strange feeling that you, you are outright telling a lie, I'll open the door and say, have a good day. Um, so I, when folks saw the work that was being done and actually came inside and stopped judging from the outside, you know, it's real easy for us to look and say, Hmm, those people over there, well, over here on this side of the track, it's not about the track. Come inside. So you can look like you live in a shack and have a palace on the inside. Somebody don't hit me, but okay, it's a palace. So, so as people came in and they began to see the product, the children that we were working with, it wasn't that thing about, oh, well, these poor little kids, it wasn't that. It was that, guess what, they can learn too. So why don't they have the resources that the other schools have? What can I do to help TJ? That's all you had, write the check. What do you need, laptops? What do you need, a uh, freezer? What do you need, more food? What do you need, oh, just keep the needless coming. And so what happens is folk realize that everything you're telling them that you need for the kids, you're using it on the kids, the kids are growing, You're meeting their needs that we take for granted. These kids become productive citizens. You're not seeing them in the newspaper. They're not robbing you, right? They can actually fix your car. Um, And and with this seed that we have passed, it's like this. You bring your car to Maplewood, and first of all, you're thinking Maplewood, East Nashville, you've been there, right? And then you think a shop. And then you get back there and you see this Firestone. They're like, what? And then you see the kids putting on tires, doing alignments, you know, communicating with the customer, troubleshooting, using a computer, right? And they're like, that's pretty cool. And so then the folk over here in meade bring their bins and they'll say, you know what? I want to help the kids, so y'all tune my car up. I'd rather pay the school so it'll help the kids instead of taking it down here to, be, to you know, to bins or what have you. And so as it goes and grows and grows and grows, then folks start calling and saying, hey, do your kids finally have enough? Can you give our kids some? And so the way I look at this is, there's a, um, and we're going to rush out of here. There's a daycare center who serves the children that will probably end up at Maplewood or in that East National cluster because of, you know, sometimes kids don't have a choice of where they live. It's the parents. But they do have a choice to get an education. So what I've done is um, we have a ministry, and I said, you know what? These are going to be our kids. I may be dead and gone. These are going to be our kids someday. So if we help them now, if we can give them the resources that they need right now to be academically equipped then they can have those opportunities for Yale, Harvard, wherever, you know. They can have that same opportunity, and you won't let your situation stop you or hinder you. It's okay to dream. It's okay to have a nightmare as long as you get up out of the nightmare, but dream, and then let people help you that can help you.
0: So, putting resources, wrapping them around the youth. So you feed them? Yes. You live in Spring Hill? Yes. Okay. You drive all the way up towards North Nashville. You get there. You cook and breakfast. Is that what happens? We cook.
1: Okay. So I try to get to work by 4. School starts at 7.05. Mocha and Bob help me. We're supposed to be there about a quarter to So I get there and I cook. You know, it could be sausage, eggs, toast, you know, bacon. It could be anything, but it's a real breakfast because a lot of kids come in and that's the only meal they're going to get, okay? And so they'll eat what's in the cafeteria, but that's not enough because remember, they've come off the weekend. They've been hungry all weekend. So they, they know they're going to get breakfast. And then while I'm fixing breakfast, I fix lunch. Now, it don't sound healthy. Y'all look at my figure. I'm healthy. Not wealthy, <laughs> but healthy. Um, it may be barbecue hot dogs or pulled pork. I may fire the grill up. Chuck brings me a Firestone grill. I can cook a hog on it, right? <laughs> so, so, so we feed the kids. And then there's a pantry in the back of my office that on Fridays – the kids will tell me what they want. We have these nice Bridgestone backpacks, and we pack food in them, and we send those homes with, home with the kids. So what are we doing? We're still sowing seed, and sometimes, yeah, do you feel like, is it worth it? Sometimes you do. You just wonder. Mm-hmm. But then you think, you know, it could be me. And so you don't ever know who is going to have to hand you a glass of water before you leave. So all these kids that I have, you know, you know, some of them fall on stony ground. We yep. try. I mean, That's right. right? Um, it may be that person who comes back and says, you know what, you're that mean old lady that helped me out, someone will help you cross the street. I ain't going to run over you. So, you <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so yeah. that's where we are.
0: And then you you went off and wrote some grants to get tool chests for your graduating seniors?
1: Yes. So, so um, Bridgestone has really blessed a nation of kids at Maplewood. So, our 11th grade students can work after school but you need tools to work with, right? So tools are expensive. And if any of y'all guys, some of y'all ladies, tools are expensive. It's like buying a car. I see you nod your head to so your Snap-on man, Cornwell. Okay, that's Snap-on guy in the back. But, um, so tools are expensive. So I said, you know what? They have a job, you have to get your paycheck. So I wrote this grant. And, and the people at the grant said, we've never given this to a high school. What are you really doing? And then when they heard what I had, they said, we have to come see. I said, well, come and see what the Lord is doing. I like telling folks, it's not TJ. Come see what the Lord is doing. So they gave me the whole $10,000 grant. So now I give two full toolboxes away to the kids that are going to work so they don't have to buy tools. I give 10 to 12 cars away every year at graduation to families in the community who needs a car, or kids that are going to college or trying to go to work. I'm telling y'all, it's not easy out here. It's rough. So I've been giving cars away. This will be my 10th year. And uh, it's just been a blessing because the kids keep the cars and the people in the community come back. And my kids, when they graduate, they can always come back to the shop to have their vehicles worked on. if they don't have the money, of course, I'm going to get the money to get their parts because they've got to go to work. Everything grown that eats and needs things has to get a job. Mm. Y'all should have said "Oh man, and turned and to flip, mm-hmm. but okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I wrote a text to the kids saying that you want to be here because um, every teenager knows... That one or two teachers that really believes in them and cares about them, and and T one of those. But I, you say you have some teachers, some colleagues. I in have here. some colleagues so, here. So, um, but so TJ, what I, what I want to point out is TJ is definitely unique. She's not the only one, and there are others who are doing this work. and uh, And I suspect that you know, uh, I'd like to have the teachers stand. Those who teach, Brad, Stan, who else? Teachers. All that the teachers in the house. Teachers in the house. Oh, oh the house?
1: Yeah. Sis, bro, yeah, there we are.
0: So, I want to thank you for your service and your work, <laughs> and, and uh, Brad's uh, Spouse, who's upstairs teaching, and and Kira, my wife, played a part in starting the academies in, in Metro Schools. We didn't um, I didn't put that together until today, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, huge. So. Tips on sowing. That's S O W I N G. So, what tips do we have for them for how they are to sow the gospel in our world?
1: Make sure you are equipped to sow the seed you're trying to sow.
0: Make sure,
1: make sure you have your personal relationship with the Lord. And make sure that when you ask Him for direction, you wait. I heard the child say, patience this morning, you wait. Sometimes you ask and we get in a hurry and God has not told us to go left at all. And we're off course and we're keeping somebody else off course and so where's that path? We're in that path and folk just going down the path just picking stuff up and kicking it. So um, love yourself. Pat yourself on the back on those days you get up. You have to go deal with difficult folk and look in the mirror and say, am I difficult? Because I know I am like, yep, you're difficult today, pat yourself on the back, go girl, but um, um, love yourself, know what your calling is, love your pastor, love the fact that you can come together, Uh, appreciate life, appreciate your health, it's not about the wealth, it's about your health, I know a lot of well-off people that their money did not help them while they were laying down, so love each other, help each other. If you can't help somebody, don't call and talk about them. Girl, did you know she broke? No. Do you have an extra $20 we can put on this light bill over here? It's real. It just yeah. gets real. And yeah. just sow a seed. And really, if you support your church and you tithe, I don't know if... Uh, go go okay. ahead. Okay.
0: I think we... <laughs> I think we uh, now almost, he wants oh, to stay an hour. Here we keep go. it going.
1: If you tithe really so into the ministry, you're not tithing to this man or whoever the overseer is. You're is to the Lord and really he only asks you for a tenth. And the truth is, if you know about the tithe, he's going to run me out of here now. He come to Baptist in me. It's a tenth of the tenth of the tithe. So when you give you a tenth, the church turns around and tithes out another tenth to somebody else. So what are you talking about? You got 90% and you're still broke. What's wrong? So... Know for sure what your calling is. Know what seed that you're working with, and make sure you, the seed, is right first before you go to try to help another seed. Mm-hmm. But in all you're doing, do it is unto the Lord, and that's what I can leave with you. Mm-hmm. Do it is unto the Lord, and yeah. if you can't do it is unto the Lord, then don't do it. Yeah. By no means don't do it. Stay on your knees praying.
0: And it's going to get hard for the disciples. Jesus is telling this story, and in the next chapter, they're going to hear news that John the Baptist, his head was beheaded. Um, It's tough going. And so often we think it has to be within us that the solution rests in me. What's going on in this passage is, ultimately, God's in control. You have to do your work And one of the things that we do is we keep throwing. We keep showing up. We keep spreading. Amen.